inverted, narcissistic, and most importantly, completely pointless. Come waste an hour of your week with The Starting Block, Friday nights Australian time at dlive.tv forward slash The Starting Block. Get in touch with us on Twitter at The Starting Block, no K at the end. Also, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes by searching for The Starting Block, or one word, or on Podbean at startingblock.podbean.com. Join the Blockheads, tuning in, in their millions, right around the world. It's Greeno here from The Starting Block. On behalf of The Block, we just wanted to let you all know that we're all in this together. Well, except if you have coronavirus, then stay the fuck away. But in every other situation, we're in it together. To all of you on the front lines, those of you turning a footstool, a walk, and a pitchfork into a home gym, those of you who have given your housemates a mental breakdown because you decided lockdown was a great time to learn the keyboard, and the only thing you can play after eight weeks is chopsticks over and over and over again. And those of you who are homeschooling and are now understanding the question you used to harass your maths teacher with of, when the fuck are we ever going to need to know this in the real world, is coming back to bite you on the ass. Just remember, like a 1990s Australian sitcom, we're all in this together. The days may be long, but in times like this, you can rest assured, we will be here to waste an hour of your week, Friday nights Australian time, at dlive.tv slash the starting block. So take care, social distance, whack on a mask, and subscribe to our show on iTunes. It may not cure coronavirus, but it sure will help us with our rankings. And isn't that really the most important thing right now? Losses game. You're listening to the starting block. Hey, welcome to the starting block for another week. You've got myself green on. I'm joined by a man who's wishing he started his holiday couple of days earlier so we could get out of doing tonight's show. My co-captain, Damo, how are we, sir? Very good, Greeno. Good evening to you. Good evening to all the boys and girls out there on board the listenership. And as always, Greeno, the blockheads. In the millions. Shooting in right around the world. But it's all good, though, because I get out of next week's show. That's right. So yeah. we're, we're trying to improve our listener base mm. by doing the shows less frequently. Yeah. and so I, it, Well, you want to leave people wanting more, don't you? <laughs> oh, exactly. Less is more sometimes. And right. especially with this show, less is definitely more. Yeah. So we've gone um, from like an hour a week to an hour a fortnight, soon to be an hour a month. And it'll month, just be 12 episodes a year. If that's that. Exclu- and we'll call it the exclusive starting block. That's it. It's, it's all going to be, yeah, limited limited edition. Limited edition, block. exclusive yeah. block, Greeno. Spot on. Yeah. Uh, Damo. You know, the Vietnamese love a good deal. And if they if, do, if they can get some kind of exclusive limited edition content, you know, mm. how, Tara, how much for this? And it's like zero for free, my man. Oh, my fucking God. I'm going to download answer this, this for my mother. She'll yeah. love it. Answer me this question, sir. Have you ever seen a fat Vietnamese person? No, never. Because. Because they like rations. Ah, they want small portions. Small portions. So, so I think if we do the block less frequently, mm. 
the our already massive, massive Vietnamese fan base Huge. will enjoy it even more. Yeah. Um, we just want to tease them and tempt them, Greener. Yeah. Speaking of small portions, Damo, let's go the opposite. We've got to talk about the sad demise of Sizzler, Damo. Is it over for uh, Sizzler, is it? Or? I, don't know, I don't know if you saw the news today. Uh, heartbreaking. Uh, the, the news that Sizzler restaurants in Australia have, are coming to an end. There's is that a, right? Somehow there's still nine restaurants available in Australia to okay. enjoy uh, the food poisoning and the germ fest that is a Sizzler. <laughs> oh, come Sizzler on. Sizzler was like the, the childhood place where we would all go for like every mm-hmm. birthday and every fucking Every occasion, we all went to Sizzler all the time. Spot on, sir. And that's why it's, I had to give it a tip of the hat and, and a because, nice nostalgic because, moment. Because it was literally the nicest restaurant in our area growing up. <laughs> exactly. We used to go to Samaria's Great Western Highway. Yeah. I'd, we'd go there. For, like you said, all the special you occasions. dressed was, up for it, too. You'd have mate, to put on I, the nice shirt, a nice pair of jeans with a belt. Yeah. You know, no so, 10-year-old wears a belt unless they're going to church or Sizzler. That's it. Spot on. I've I've got about half a dozen photos from my childhood, and they all involve me in a belt, a nice button-up shirt, fucking Sizzler, (laughs) and And the bread, Greeno. But what about the bread? bread. Oh, let's not get started on the cheesy bread. That's that's the greatest thing in uh, restaurant history. Absolutely. Can you get a a story time for me, please, sir? Absolutely. I like stories about pinatas. Because I need to tell you a Greeno Sizzler story time before this bad boy goes out of business. Now. Uh, like you mentioned, you know, whenever you have special occasions, you'd go to Sizzler. Why? Yep. Because it cost eight bucks and you could eat as much as you fucking want. Yep. It was pasta, amazing. Pasta, salads, and desserts. Pasta, pasta salad, prawns, sea, uh, seafood, yeah. uh, desserts. Uh, just smash as much as you want. If and you want to eat 48 slices of rock melon, dig in, sir. Exactly. You've got your eight bucks. Now, now, do you remember when we were at Sizzler? Sorry, I don't mm. want to. I'll just close your story momentarily. I like my stories story, about pinatas. And I'm not going to open a story because it's not really a story. Do you remember how you would look at the people who ordered a steak dinner at Sizzler? Like, the, you know, oh. that you'd actually have to pay like $12 for? Off the menu. Oh. All right. And it Scumbags. was like, fucking they... la-dee-da. Look yeah. at this, your <laughs> majesty. Check out this dickhead spending $12 on a steak when he can get $8 all you can eat. Pasta. You can... You could eat pasta all day long. You could eat the chicken and corn soup, 58 bowls for yeah. eight bucks. Yeah. It didn't matter. It's it was like, unbelievable. Man, what are you buying a steak for for $12? Ooh. You can have pasta until you vomit or have diarrhea for $8. Yeah. And they're eight like, bucks. but, but I, I, I really want a steak. And you're like, you fucking pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, lardy fucking up. money bags in here. Go across the road to Black Stump, dickhead. Don't yeah. go to Sizzler. Exactly. <laughs> Get the fuck out. This is our place. It's our place. It's all you can eat. Don't order off the menu. Exactly. I'll <laughs> reopen your story. I like yeah, stories yeah. about pinatas. So uh, the, one of my uh, vivid memories from my childhood is uh, the the random religious things that I was forced to do with And random sound effects. <laughs> Thanks for the follow. Thanks for the follow, whoever that was. So uh, random religious things I was forced to do as a child, mm-hmm. you know, christenings, um, confirmations, yeah. Holy Communions, etc. But the good thing about it was you had you, you got to do the Jesus stuff, but afterwards the whole family would go to Sizzler. Sizzler, which is so, so was Sizzler is Sizzler considered like the most Christian of the budget restaurants? Was it growing up? Uh, it was the one that was closest to the church. Wholesome. So <laughs> wholesome <laughs> and, family fun Sizzler. And it cost eight, eight bucks. Won't make, you you won't eat. make baby Jesus cry for these prices. Exactly. That's it. Jesus already gave you the bread. Yeah. Now come have the cheesy bread. Jesus turned uh, water into wine. Watch us turn pasta into a meal. How about in that? In a meal. How That's how we do it. 
Um, so I remember going there post the, the first Jesus thing I had to do was like an eight year old. And I, I'd never been exposed to that much food. You know, mm. we've talked about it before. My family, uh, they fed us. They fed us to the point where, where they could afford. But when it was open buffet, mm. it was how much can skinny little Greeno shove into his gut over the course of two hours? <laughs> now, you know me. I, I'm still, what, five foot two and must weigh 45 kilos soaking wet. I'm not a big man. Right. But as a kid... Like quarter that, so I was a very skinny kid, but hollow leg, so I could gut some food. Yes, but it's always the, to... it's always the skinny cunts who can eat the most, Greeno. Yeah, spot on. If you but... know, if the if the big American eaters have taught us anything, and I've just got one thing. Sorry to interrupt again from uh, Ben K Veritas and Chat Greeno, who wants us to pay tribute to Sizzler with this. You're skinny, yes, up to a fancy dinner like Sizzler. She yeah, beautiful. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Hooray for boobies. I don't think about that, that album the other day. I swear to God. So weird. Freaky. Cerebral. Um, so went to Sizzler uh, for, for the Jesus thing. Mm. Smashed down so much food as I'm leaving with my entire family to celebrate me being indoctrinated into uh, Christianity. Yep. I vomited all the food everywhere. Oh. Nice, Gary. Because you because overate. Like, you, you, I, committed I overate. The, you committed yeah. the sin, Greeno, of gluttony. Exactly. I, Jesus was I punishing ate $109 worth of food for my eight bucks. <laughs> you and ate then I your, left you about ate your body weight. You ate your yeah. body weight and penne pasta and, and penne bolognese ice sauce. Cream. Yeah, well, that's a problem because you always mix it. You had your pasta and then you have your soup, but then you got literally 12 bowls of ice ah, cream. You, you were one of the soup kids, were you? I never touched the fucking soup at Sizzler. I smashed down a soup along with the uh, the cheesy bread. It was all I would have I would have just eaten pasta and ice cream, but like mum would force me to have a bowl of salad. You know when you, they were like, no, I want you. I want to see a bowl of salad in front of you. And you're yeah. like, why? It's a buffet. The whole point is I can eat whatever the fuck I want. We're not like, no, the no, fucking salad. Nah. No. And so you'd go up and get like, you know, four pieces of lettuce, <laughs> one tomato, and then like the rest like hot chips. Hot chips. <laughs> <laughs> Pasta on top of the salad. Like it's fucking potato, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking vegetable. What do you want? <laughs> like, question without notice, sir. Your, I think it was your 10th birthday. Hmm. It was the one day that I was allowed to not go to school Yep. And go and do, like basically wag school, but it was allowed wagging. That's right. So my mum, mum wrote me a note going, you know, Shane can't come today because you know, it's a little, you know, little under sick, the weather, little under the weather. But we were just going. It was your birthday, and like your mum spoke to my mum, and yep. we went and we watched a movie. We watched Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Mount Way. Ro with, at Mount Druitt uh, Cinemas. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Put your cookie down. Yeah. We fucking found that joke funny for like years on end. Correct. Now, afterwards, we went to a, a, a lunch. Now, I can't remember. Was that Pizza Hut all you can eat or was that Sizzler? Oh, good question. I th I'm thinking it would have been. Thank you so much for the diamond. I'm thinking it would have been Pizza Hut because Pizza Hut was in the same was yeah. Okay, cool. I just want to clarify because I'm like, if we had that sizzler moment, we needed to mention it. But I think you are right. I think it was, I think it was Pizza, Pizza Hut, Hut all you can eat, eat at Mount Druid. Now that's they right. don't they don't do the all you can eats anymore at Pizza Hut, do they? No, not at all. Because that We're, thing was one... fucking phenomenal back in the day. That was like even cheaper than Sizzler. It was five bucks for all you can eat pizza, man. Well, we were like, I was so tight, man, and still now. Yeah. But we used to only go when we got the free Book It vouchers. Remember Book It? You yeah. pretend to read 10 books and they give you a free Pizza Hut voucher. Fuck you'd yeah. go in, you'd smash down as much food as you can, zero cents. It yeah. was amazing. Those all-you-can-eat pizza, man, That those were the days. Oh, 
Mate, you smashed down as much pepperoni and cheese pizza as you could eat as a five-year-old. Unbelievable. Now, now, um, unfortunately, apparently, customers want fucking quality and they want like yeah. one meal. It's like they're they're all a bunch of homos, Greener. They Greener. don't want food poisoning. Look, you've killed Sizzler. <laughs> yes, you yes. have killed Sizzler. You uppity wankers. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck for you, you gentrified uh, scum. Fuck you. So I think we've uh, we've paid tribute to the the great Sizzler. Uh, I like may, stories may about pinatas. Now, Damo, uh, let's uh, let's open up another story time. All right, another one. I like back stories about pinatas. Now we generally open the show. I just talk a bunch of stories, and then we're thirty minutes in, and then we actually start doing the show. Yeah. Um, and then it's over. It's over. We're done. Um, uh, we, we've talked about it on the show. I'm in the process of moving. I'm moving out of my rental property. I'm moving into my own home in a couple of weeks. I'm moving out. Now, I'm moving out. Now, I'm dealing with the legalities at the moment. That's a, a, uh, sorry to interrupt, but that's a budget cut on this show. Like, I would have liked to have provided, like, the actual soundbite for this new segment, like, moving out. Yeah. But I haven't been able to get the approval from TAV show, you know, headquarters, Greeno. Everyone's Mm. tightening their belts with coronavirus. Uh, so we weren't able to pay for the rights to play that little five-second snippet. So now whenever we do this segment, I have to go, I'm moving out. Moving out. It's actually Hold a on. contractual arrangement that I have yeah. with management. Yeah. I can't get out of it. I'm sorry. Can, can we arrange for Jonathan Lipnicki to maybe sing it as part of a, you know, contractual hey, arrangement? Yeah, you guys doing? This is Jonathan <laughs> Lipnicki. Uh, moving you out. see me in the movie Jerry Maguire. Um, I'm just kicking back. With my pistachios, is that something that you guys do? And the pasta. I like I like like almonds personally, but I'm gonna kick back with my almonds, and I'm ready for another episode of the Starting Block. Good luck with your podcast, guys. You can't have pistachio without pasta greener. Nah, you gotta yeah. It's all about roughage. Roughage. I'm What are you talking about, mate? It's been a long week, dude. Uh, So I'm dealing with legalities at the moment. Now the place I'm in, I've got a lease till the uh, early next year. Really? But okay. yeah, but uh, I, I gave like I thought my theory is I pay way unders on my rent because we've been here for like fucking fifteen years. Right. So we're already underpaying for what the rent should be. So mm-hmm. my theory is the landlord, if I give them eight weeks' notice, mm-hmm. they'll be able to find a new tenant. They'll be able to charge more money than they'd normally be charging us, and it'll be and okay. Every- everything will be square. Everyone's a fucking winner, right? Now, now, you know, that, you're, you're, now that would seem reasonable until the guy goes in there and realizes that you've nicked all the fucking light bulbs <laughs> and the filters from the air conditioner. Until, he, until he realizes the extent that you have gone to save money on this transaction, he's going to be yeah. like, "No, no, you pay the fucking lease out of spite, Greeno." No. So they're not aware of the the fact that I'm about to still like life, yeah, or the filters, or the batteries. That has to life. be your last action in the place. Like the That's absolute... what I'm going to do last. I'm not going to tell them. It's going to be last day, you know. Yeah. You, actually should, clean, you actually should go, done, you, you actually should go, like, to the final inspection with the landlord. And yeah. then, like, as he's like, okay, this is all fantastic. Everything's great. You're like, great, let's, shall we go? And he's like, yes. And then as you walk out the front, you go, oh, just one second. I just have to use the bathroom. And then you run around and unscrew all the light bulbs. Unscrew the light bulbs. Thanks for coming. Yeah. <laughs> pre actually pre screw unscrew them like so they only take a quarter turn. Like each yeah, second. I just need it to the point where I just have to pull them out. But yeah. They've still got enough connection for the light to Correct. work. Correct. Correct. So I've I set it up in a situation where I'm like, look, they're, they're they're better off with us leaving. Everyone's going to be a winner this way. We're all good to go. Yeah. So I get a call from the real estate yesterday. Saying that the landlord has uh, so so you had um a, an open house a week and a half ago. 
Right. And there was like 50 motherfuckers that came through this house. Okay. This house is very sought after. Like I'm sitting there, I'm waving hello as I'm trying to work, people coming through, I'm uh. doing chit-chat. I'm still on the fucking house, people knowing that I've still got a lease to pay yeah. and I don't want to be liable for it. I'm telling where the school is, I'm telling how good the place is. You're, so you're shit. doing his work now. You're <laughs> selling the place. I'm I would hate place. that. Did, did, you hate, did you hate a whole bunch of random assholes just walking around your fucking house though? I, I wasn't comfortable. No, nah, I wasn't a fan of it, but I did it one the day when the kids and the wife weren't here. So I'm like, at least I'm the only one who has to deal with this bullshit. Right. And I made sure I wasn't wearing pants to make them feel Excellent. as uncomfortable as I was. Well done. Um, so, you know, balled out. and sexists <laughs> and misogynists and chauvinists and sexists. So anyway, uh, they did one inspection. They had fucking like 20 people apply for the place. Right. I'm like, well, this bad boy's sought after. We're all good. They're not going to charge me anything. We're sweet. I get a call from the real estate yesterday going, look, the landlord's chosen not to waive the breakage fee on your lease. Ooh, now, Green, I need to interrupt for a second. I like yeah. stories about pinatas. Very poignant comment in the chat from Stefan Sears, Greener, who says, mm -hmm. who's accusing you of breaking COVID rules. What COVID rules? Well, we're this is a question. Stephen. So you were you were the real estate, so you've got 20 unknown people just mm -hmm. kind of sauntering through the house, touching things. They're breathing, obviously. No, did you ask no them touching. to hold their? Did you ask them to hold their breath before they walked in though? I put a fucking sign on the door, dude. I'm no fucking word of a lie. There's a sign on my front door yes. going, "No more than two people allowed in the house at a time." If you've if you've even had a sneezed in the last month, don't fucking come in. Really? You were that yeah. serious? I was that serious. I put a sign on the door. I'm like, it's it's still my house. Fuck them. Like, oh, okay. Well, Stefan, you Stefan, you owe Greeno one of these. <laughs> Sign the sorry book, Steph. Yeah. We were well in adherence to the COVID uh, rules there, Steph. We're all good. Geez, that, that song goes from it does go, it? it does linger. Yeah. yeah. Well done for following the rules, Greeno. Yeah. <laughs> You're so good at following the rules. Yeah. So uh, real estate calls me and says, look, uh, the landlord's chosen to not waive your breakage fee. So, so I'm like, well, hang on. I've got nothing to lose here. I'm out. I'm out already. Yep. Fuck somebody just somebody just forced me to rip the uh, faucet out of the sink. Hundred percent right. Me. I'm like, you know, you know those. Uh, <laughs> what's what's the thing that goes into a, a tap that uh, water? Uh, the, no, no, no. The thing that stops it from leaking. Uh, the washer. The washer. Guess who's fucking taking the washers, Damo? You're taking the, the attachment. You're taking the. <laughs> you're taking the parts of the tap screener. I'm not taking the tap yeah. because I didn't pay for the tap. However, okay. I replaced a handful of washers <laughs> over the course of my tenancy, <laughs> i.e. seven or eight washers. So good luck to the fucking landlord who has to come in and replace seven or eight washers because the new tenant complains about every single tap dripping incessantly throughout the course of the house. Did you keep the old ones so you can put the old broken ones back on? Uh, good point, Damo. No, I didn't. Because they were completely fucking butchered. Ah, uh, I should have kept them. See, that's what you need them for. Nice, Gary. Anyway, now, let's reopen. Question, uh, sorry, go ahead. Here's a question without notice before you close off the story, Damo. Okay. Well, I'm uh, reopening we... the story. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just want to keep you on track. Mm. <laughs> that's what it's all about on this show. It's all right. Put it back on track. Okay. So we replaced the aerial on this place mm. a couple of years back because we're getting shitty reception. Do, do, do people still have aerials? I thought it's all cables now. 
Nah, still an aerial for regular TV. Digital TV still in aerial. Really? For the, for, the, we were, for the Sizzler going clientele, they still put yeah, aerials up. We still put aerial. aerials in. Right. Now, we put that in a couple of years back because we didn't want to waste the landlord's time. Mm. Am I entitled to take the aerial, consider I Absol- pay for the whole thing? Absolutely. Nice, Gary. Excellent. Good Absolutely. I want to see you up there in overalls yeah. with a tool belt when people mm-hmm. are coming around doing their inspections and you say, yes, yeah. only two at a time. The aerial comes. It reminds what movie is it where he's like, okay, see that? We're taking that with us. Yeah. The pool, <laughs> I don't know the movie. The pool, we're taking that with us. I think it's a Steve Martin movie, isn't it? Where he moves across the country or something. And when he finally gets to the place that he's moving to, or is it Chevy Chase? Oh, we're taking that with us. We're taking that with us. And he gets there and there's fucking half a house waiting there. If anybody um, can tell us in the chat what movie that's from. It sounds like a Steve Martin movie. I just can't recall it. Right. It sounds like one, but that's ex- that's essentially what you're doing now. We need to Pretty we much. need to play that scene anyway. All right, yeah. so reopen your story. I like stories about pinatas. No, we closed the story. I just finished my story. Oh, you finished the story. Okay. I like yeah. stories about pinatas. So are we Good in man. an open story now or a close? No, I finished the story. I've talked about how uh, can you uh, you dick to the landlord for trying to charge me for the fact that they're going to get more money for the next six weeks? Absolutely. You even though I'm dick. leaving. So I get a bill because they're allowed to now charge more rent to someone else. Right. <laughs> well, you got a double dip, Greeno. You know Fucking these ridiculous. you know these real estate types aren't known for throwing away money. Mm. Uh, we'll see how that uh, pans out when I like I said take the light globes, take the fan filters and um I'm just trying to think what else can I take. I get the heater lamps, the heater lamps out of the bathroom and the washers from the tap. Uh I think that'll that'll even things out. I'll get my I get my couple of hundred bucks back. Okay. Okay. Here you go, Green. I think I found it. Let's have a look here. Let me just skip ahead. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. We're taking all the windows with us. It's Richard Pryor. I'm kidding. I'm I'm a joker. I'm a nut. I'm a joker. I'm a nut. We're taking all the windows with us. (laughs) This is you, Green. Yeah, I'm having myself. They're beautiful. And tiles, look, and two cents. Yeah. yeah, unfortunately, we're taking them with us. <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> He's irrepressible. <laughs> well, I like jokes, but the listing says something about a new heating system. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. New furnace, gas, forced hot air, very efficient. Come on out in the backyard. <laughs> you like these doors? I love them. Sorry, we're taking all the doors with us. <laughs> Sucks, but I like his delivery. I don't care, Arlo. I want this house. Okay, let's see it now. Let's see him arrive at the house. Are you all right? You ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Can we open our eyes now? No. That's what my house is going to look like in about four weeks. <laughs> this is all that will be left of the Green Arrow household. <laughs> Took the door. We're taking that with us. Yes, fantastic. Look at this, oh, Green Arrow. Yeah. <laughs> it had doors, stairs, and a swimming pool. Now, where is the shit now? Now, hold on, Pear. I distinctly told you I was taking the pool and the doors with us. <laughs> All right. Very good. There you go. That seems like a really fucking dumb no, thing, right? Scary. Yeah. 
However, when I was signing my new house contract, I went through it and there was things that weren't ticked as being part of the contract. Oh. I had to, I, I had to literally get uh, a renegotiation of the contract to ensure that the aerial and the fly screens were part of the purchase of the house. Really? That's it. They, it tried, to take, they tried to take the fly screens with them. I don't know whether they were trying to take the fly screens. They just hadn't ticked the box. But I had to make sure that these were all involved in the purchase. So I don't get there and have no fucking aerial. <laughs> Especially when I've got, already got one in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Do you like your novelty comedy songs organic? Handmade with painstaking care. Put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later, Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week, so check it out. sport content it's the starting block on tavshow.com yeah back on the block ladies and gentlemen boys and girls remember if you want to get in touch with us the best way to do so little blue bird follow greeno at the starting block one word drop the k at the end follow myself at boogie bumper greeno what the fuck are we talking about now uh, where are we up to? We've done like one portion of the first segment. We'll yeah. jump to Milo rankings, Damo. Oh, yes. Uh, nice. Have there been some changes? Have there been some shifts? Have there been some developments? Have there been some movements? Has there been some gossip? Has there been some innuendo, Greener? Has there been some hot mail, some inside baseball, some down low, some word around the campfire, some words in the trenches, some orders from top down? Something happened, for God's sake, Greeno, tell me if something has happened to the Milo rankings. Greeno, stop being silent and explain right now what is new with the fucking Milo rankings. Greeno, do not leave me hanging anymore. 
Last week we had the uh, the big big fluctuation where where BE uh, was managing managed to find some historic Milo's that we'd uh, failed to consider with the introduction of Titus Aeneas Milo Papineus um, at number two in the Milo rankings. And we're gonna go we're not gonna go through, we're gonna retrudge that uh, the episode. Titus Aeneas. Titius Aeneas, Milo Papianus. Papianus. Um, we're, we're not going to rehash last week's episode. If you want to listen to where the rankings were last week, go back and listen to last week's episode. Give us another download. Help us out. Papianus. Papianus. But uh, it's been brought to our attention this week. Unfortunately, uh, one particular Milo uh, failed to make the top 10. That mm. probably was deserving mm. of a Milo ranking. So uh, we had had to do a readjustment. So whoever was at number eight last week has been bumped down one. Whoever that whoever was. was. <laughs> whoever was at number nine is down to 10. And whoever's 10 is fucking out. What I like, um, most, what I like most about the Milo rankings, Greeno, is the fact that we don't half-ass it. Mm. There's a lot of thought that goes in, at least a lot of planning, a lot of preparation, a lot of writing, a lot of research, Greeno. Yeah. We don't just fly in and make, you know, arbitrary uh, changes to the list. You know, this, mm-hmm. this is a, there's a, actually a scientific, we have a whole lab. There's people out there in white coats with Bunsen burners, Greeno. We don't mm-hmm. know how the hell they come up with the Milo rankings. Yeah. We, we have know. no idea. We don't know if they're coming up with the Milo rankings or cooking meth. We've got yeah. no idea, but it looks very difficult and scientific what they're doing back there. So I just want people to know, rest assured, uh, this is the most professional Milo ranking on the internet, bar none. Uh, if anyone has found a more professional Milo ranking, I'd love to see it. Yeah, because I don't believe it. I dare it. say we're above reproach. I'd love to uh, see it. I'd love to see it, you filthy liar. That's, <laughs> that, that would be our official statement. I challenge you to a duel. Correct. Um, Pistols so, adorn, number- Greeno. Yeah. So the the thing where uh, B was nice enough to bring my attention today that should have gone in at number eight last week uh-huh. was the Milo tin. Milo tin. So we're putting the tin as separate to the drink because the drink comes in the tin, Green. Now, the reason the Milo tin gets its own entity demo and its own entry in the thing uh-huh. is because of its multi-use function. Ah, uh, it's mul- it can be multi-purpose. It can be refitted, Greeno, to have like it little can. nuts and bolts in there. A hundred percent right. You it can, can put be a coffee in there. Yeah. You can put coffee in there. You can put caster sugar in there. You can you do can, anything you, can use you want. It. You can use it as a stilt. You can use it to make sure that you can reach the top shelf. You can use it, Greeno, to make your billy tea when you go camping. You can do your billy tea. Uh, so I'm sure some kids have found a way to turn it into a bong demo. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and as Troy, our uh, Uni Day reporter, has pointed out, uh, also, an ability to drive a Kingswood. The Milo drives a Kingswood. The Milo tin gives you enough, you know, leverage to be able to drive a Kingswood okay. if you're a little bit too short. Ah, I see on the on the pedals, Greeno. That's right. So the Milo yeah. tin gets up there, number eight. Well, well done. Well I can't done believe for we, the Milo tin. How could we? No, how, could we how could we overlook the Milo? How could we have overlooked the fucking tin, Damo? The tin. And it comes, uh, it's literally the first thing you see. That's it. Before you even is, see the fucking powder. <laughs> the, inter- the interesting proposition with the tin is, is the tin the tin if it has the Milo wrapper on it uh, or does it need the Milo wrapper unwrapped mm, so you only see the actual tin yeah. before it's legitimately a Milo tin? Maybe we'll have to split them with like Milo hot and cold, Gruner, <laughs> because the Milo wrapper is not part of the Milo tin. I don't think so. It's, it's a, a different entity. entity. <laughs> yeah. 
And I definitely don't want to put the fucking rapper in the top ten. Oh, well, but the tin itself. Well, maybe is more maybe that should be a poll question this week. Should we judge the value of the Milo tin as separate to the Milo wrapper <laughs> that the Good tin question. comes in? Can <laughs> Stefan Sears is in the chat? Can we get that on Stefan's poll for fortnight after next? Two weeks. Can we set two, two weeks, weeks on a poll, or is it one week? You can definitely no. do two weeks. Stefan, uh, put the poll out there. So we need yeah. a live poll. Live we need poll. to understand the validity and the importance of the wrapper on the Milo tin. That's right. What do you consider more more important to the Milo tin? The tin itself or the wrapper? Okay. And then if you want to whack in two more options, feel free. But they're pointless. Oh, my God. Them. We've got a comment in the chat from Ben K. Veritas. Yeah. What the hell is Milo? Oh, Ooh, my goodness. We're wow. going to have to. Should, should I bring up the Bondi boys, Greeno? Bring the Bondi boys up. Sir. Bring them back in. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's have a look here. <laughs> <laughs> because they'll explain it like nobody else can. We can't explain it as well as the Bondi boys, really. No, that's it. Just give me a moment here. I'll find it, Greeno. Don't worry about that. You go ahead. You, you talk about something. <laughs> for, ben, for Ben K. Veritas, uh, I'm assuming Ben's in America? Yes. That's yes, great. All right. Think, think Ovaltine, but on crack. Ovaltine, that's what Milo is. Ovaltine on crack. Ovaltine on crack is what Milo is. Milo is the greatest chocolate liquid invention uh, in the history of chocolatey drinks and syrups. And I don't even know what it is. It, it's, a, it's like a crumb. It's, it's unbelievable. a staple greener. That's what it is. It is a staple of Australian. Uh, Correct. Okay. All right. I found it. Here we go. Here's, here, this should explain everything. There's a big debate going on right now. The world is in turmoil. Undecided about how they like their Milo. Is it hot? Or cold. There's only one way to drink Milo, and that's by the fire. Hot. It's a no-brainer. I like it cold, like my ice bath. I like my Milo like I like my saunas. Piping hot. You've got it all wrong, Harrison. It's got to be served cold, just like that swim. How Just like, like this. How do you feel? <laughs> they all went to the they all went to the Kimberly Joseph School of Acting. Hundred <laughs> percent right. I think, is that Mick Fanning in there? Nah, no, nah, I don't think that's Mick. That's someone. That's got to be a different Bondi boy. Okay. Well, Mick, Mick punches sharks, the, man. He ain't doing no Milo. They casting. all look the same to me. Yeah, it's all the same. <laughs> so they, I hope that explains everything. Oh, no, that covers it all. Good. Now, speaking of Milo, let's let's talk about coffee cups, Damo. Now, I know you're you're a big coffee drinker. You love a coffee. I do. Correct? I do indeed. Yes, I have been known and, to chug a bit of the good stuff from time to time, Greeno. And is there anything you love more about your coffee than if you pick up a, a cup or a you know a takeaway container, mm. and it has an inspirational quote to guide you on your day on so, the coffee? Something to make. Something to make your day improve beyond the improvement that you will see directly from drinking the coffee. Spot on, Damo. Now, can, if you can bring out the picture for me, please. Absolutely, I can. How about that? Now, this is a, a coffee cup that's here in Sydney, Australia, yeah. uh, where uh, a friend of mine decided to, to go pick up a cup of coffee, mm. and he was handed this particular cup where it says, you are amazing. <laughs> Remember that. Now, this guy starts work at like four in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> he goes to get his coffee. He's not in the mood for people trying to fucking pep him up. Right. If he wants a pepper, yeah. he's going to fucking drink his coffee. Yeah, you'd almost prefer an insult at that 100%. four o'clock in the morning. You're, now, a, you're you... a lazy cunt. You should have been at work by now. Okay, well, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Hurry up and bring me my goddamn coffee. Christ. Now, when did uh, the coffee companies decide that they were be- going to become you know, inspirational leaders by putting 
phrases and, and shit like this mm. on coffee cups to try and pep up the day right. of the of the people coming in. Well, I, I mean, I guess it's better than, you know, what Starbucks have turned to recently, which is just putting on the front, uh, you are a racist, which is probably <laughs> probably not as productive as you are amazing. You know, I think, you mm. you know, you catch more flies with honey, Gruner. Uh, I guess say. so. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm 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 like the old Dennis Leary kind of school when it comes to coffee. Yeah. No maple nut. No maple nut fucking crunch, Grana. I don't want maple nut crunch, and I don't want anything on my fucking coffee cup. I want it blank. You can make it black if you can. Uh, I don't want any any festivities. How about how day. about a coffee cup though? That's like a little bit of like a little bit of a decoration on it. Nothing extravagant, but maybe like two different colors. You know, like it's split in half or something like that. Or it's got like one of those orange lines around the around the middle of it, or something, you know, something basic, Greeno. Would you accept? I'm not that? sold, Damo. I'm not sold. I, all I want is one a basic white. white white coffee cup. Put it in there. Let me drink it. Let me throw it in the bin. Everyone's a winner. I don't need inspiration from my coffee. You know what? If- I I would like to give a nice Gary to this guy though. Is he's your mate? Is he? Nice yeah. Gary. I'd like to give him a nice Gary because he's gone the move that I like to go, Greeno, which is the double cup. The double cup. You got to double down. You've you got, got to make a sure double got cup. Yeah. Now I can give you a bit of uh, boogie story. I time. like stories Beautiful. about pinatas. So I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but uh, you know the hours that I work, Greeno. I you know I can finish about two in the morning, three in the morning, which means you know midnight is roughly my lunchtime, and it's about the time when I imagine the office workers start to go through that little caffeine withdrawal. And it's like you know what, I need a little bit of pick me up just to get me over the line for the rest of the day's work. Is that mm-hmm. a fair thing to say? You need that little caffeine jolt. What time are we talking? Uh, about lunchtime, probably. You know, I'm at I'm I'm 2 p.m. Yeah, like, like early afternoon. The rest of the day. Okay, that, yeah. that works, yeah. Po- like just after I've eaten a meal, yep. then I want my coffee to get me through the rest of the day. So okay. I agree with your, yep. with your proposition. All right, so roughly the same time for me, but just during a night shift, right? The same mm-hmm. length of time. Now, a lot of the coffee shops aren't open, obviously, at one in the morning, which you would think is like very counterproductive. Because there, yeah, there must no, be a lot of people a who want hour. a coffee, right? It yeah. should be. <laughs> it should be. One o'clock in the morning, there should be plenty of people who want a coffee. I want to be wired from like 1 through 4 a.m. That's, right. that's what I want. Exactly. But, you know, uh, the 7-Elevens and stuff have actually, they've done a lot of work to improve. They actually have like really expensive coffee machines and shit in there now. You know, the BPs mm-hmm. basically have a barista working in them now. Nice. You know, the country is coffee mad. But- I, want to know, I want to know <laughs> the kind of like uh, employees they're getting who have a like have studied to be a barista yeah. between like 1 and 6 a.m. Yeah. I want to I want to know that guy. Yeah, it's like so you've done 2 years study to be a barista uh in the Caribbean at a resort, is that right? <laughs> yeah, that's correct. Good. Do you know how to turn a fuel pump on from a desk? Cuz it's also a split role we have here. You press uh, you, a button, yeah, and you're not letting anyone in. You'll also you'll also need to clean the heroin needles out of the out of the restroom from time. Make sure to you time. turn the blue light on, yeah. uh, before we, your shift. Now we do ask that you wash your hands before you start making coffees again, because <laughs> yeah. they're going to be rolling in the door like any minute. Yeah. It's nonstop. This it's a go. It's it's a job for a go getter. Yeah. Um. So I went in. I like the double cup because I don't want to burn my fingers on the cup especially when you're driving a truck or something, right? You know, it's kind of dangerous. Mm-hmm. You don't want to fucking spill hot coffee all over your lap. You'll end up killing a family, and then you go yeah. to jail for the rest of your life. Um, you don't bring your own keep cup? No. If I Sometimes I do, but then sometimes I don't. Like I feel like, you know, I forget or mm. I, I don't feel like a coffee that day, and then later on I want one. So it just Fair depends, enough. right? 
So I was going to double cup and I've double cupped for a while at this particular 7-Eleven, which is a, a particular part of the city where I'm at at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And I go in there and the guy says to me, yeah, actually, you're not allowed to have two cups. What? Yeah. And I hey, look at him and I'm like, you, what do you kid, mean? You dick. What do you mean I'm not allowed to have two cups? And he's like, we'll have to charge you for it. And I'm like, well, mate, if you want to charge me like the fucking three cents or whatever it costs <laughs> for another cup, then by all means, whack it on the tab. And I'll take care of it. And he looks at me and he goes, no, we have to charge you for the price of another large coffee. I'll get the fuck out. And I'm like, that's ridiculous, but it's an empty cup. And he's like, yeah, but that's how we figure out how many coffees we've sold by how many cups we have. <laughs> that's the dumbest fucking thing I've heard. Okay, so so, so uh, I never bought another coffee. I never bought another coffee there ever since because they won't, there, because they won't let me double cup. Go, I, I just go back and get like, you know, 78 paper towels that are free with the hot dog. Yeah. And wrap the coffee in that, going, do you charge me for this? And they go, no, excellent. Right. I've just taken $100 worth of fucking paper towel. <laughs> you asked for this. This is what you wanted. Yeah. It's I what like you wanted. stories about pinatas. That's fucking ridiculous. Good story, though. There I like it. Um, what are we up to? Let's tour. I think we're up to death scene or money shot. Let's skip all the other shit. Um, Damo, Troy, Troy has been fantastic over the show for the better part of, what, six or eight weeks, filling in for BE when B.E. was uh, at home taking care of his lovely wife while she was laid up. Correct. hope Karen's leg's feeling all, all better there, B.E. Um, Keish is on the road to recovery, so that's good news. Excellent news. But, B, uh, like I said, Troy stepped in and fucking just hit the fucking ball out of the park with FM segments that need to be on the show because we're trying to we're trying to bring in a crowd. We realise, you know, most people listen to FM radio and they love it. So we don't really fit into the criteria of FM radio. We need more FM segments. Correct. And Troy came up with a cracking segment called Death Scene or Money Shot. Death Scene or Money Shot. You need to figure out if someone's having an orgasm or having their life taken away from them. Life ending. Exactly. So this is the final week of Death Scene or Money Shot because I think next uh, week after next, we're going to play the inaugural episode of the uh, next FM segment called U-R-E-R. U-R-E-R. E-R. We'll explain what that is later. Can't wait to hear that. So, Damo, if I can get you to play scene number six. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, I believe I'm on the right one. Let's see how we go. Let's see how we go. Uh, Listeners at home, tell us death scene or money shot. Okay. It's a short one, so I'll play it through a couple of times. Death scene or money shot. Okay, you have a think about it. There's scene or money shot. Tell us what you think. It looks Damo, like. What, what are your thoughts? Uh, I thought with the high pitchedness, like the. Uh, uh, and it sounded like a little bit of breathing to me. I'm going to go money shot for my. Oh, yeah, money shot. What, what's the consensus in the crowd? The, the, the chat is generally saying death scene. Uh, Tracy and AK says money shot. Ben K. Veritas says can't it be both? Maybe a tiebreaker. But then he's changed his uh, answer to death scene. So uh, most of the chat is going with death scene. Excellent. So the correct answer for that particular scene is death scene. Hey! Nice, Gary! Well done, chat. 
That's from Friday the 13th, that particular scene. Friday now, Damo, uh, if, if people want to listen back to the intricacies of this show, mm. you if you listen back to that segment of the uh, hold music, mm. you will hear the cracking of my beer yes. coincided beautifully with the tone of the Jeopardy thing. No, it was completely in time unintentionally. You it was cannot like cannot take the music out of him, ladies and gentlemen. Crack, crack, crack is how the beer went. Greeno, um, now, Greeno, don't let go of that beer because you've got the music in you. <laughs> well done. All right, let's play scene number 10, please, Damo. Okay, scene number 10. Uh, how far is that from the bottom? That's the easier way to do uh, it. Uh, go five up. Five up. One, two, three, four, five. All right, let's see how we go. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to play this one more time, but I'm pretty sure this is the first one that we're all going to be in agreement on. Are you getting that vibe, Greedo? I'm, I'm fancy it, yeah. Are you getting that vibe that we're all going to probably fall on the same page on this one? Maybe that's why it's not what we think it is. No. <laughs> it could, yeah, it could be a double bluff. It could be the old double bluff, Greeno. <laughs> <laughs> so let's have one more listen. Let's have a listen again. Come on. Okay, we'll give the we'll give the audience a few seconds to think about it. But like not, I said, not many. It won't take long. Okay. <laughs> Play. Are we doing another one after this? Yeah, there's one more after Okay, this. see, I have to play it to get to the start of the tune again. Ah, okay, That's play it out then. So, sorry, I don't want to ruin the magic of fucking live broadcasting, Greta. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you've kind of got to let the music loop. When, it's, when we're operating on a loop system, you've got to let the loop reset, okay? <laughs> see, this is time, this is time you could be using to discuss... This is time you could be using to try and mind fuck the audience into thinking that it's not the thing that they think it is. You see what I mean? That's not my job. I'm not here to influence Damo. I'm All here right. just to present. There you go. So what do we think it is? Death scene or money shot? Uh, Your thoughts? Uh, I, I'm going to go death scene. It's obvious to me. You're going uh, death scene? What, <laughs> no, what no. Everyone's going money shot. Money uh, shot, correct. That is from the movie American Booty. That is nice. a money shot. Uh, All right, one to All go. Right. And the final scene uh, from Death Scene or Money Shot, this segment, uh, it's been, been a good three weeks. Well done, Troy. Yep. Uh, is the scene below that one? Okay, the scene. Uh, let's let's, let's that one apply. Let's have a look. Ooh, this is a tricky one. Oh, I'm. I was thinking death scene until the last second. Have a see. Have a listen to see if you can hear what I hear. I'm thinking death scene all the way up until the last second of the clip. Okay. Now it seems like a certain part of anxiety there, and then right at the end, it's it sounds like pleasure. But you know, who knows? He may be killing her in a way that's pleasurable. Greg. Pleasurable. Who knows? Yeah. So let's give the audience a chance. Oh, 
Obviously, B said death scene in the chat. Yep. Date Dana Ohio Myers show. says death scene. Uh, Stefan Sears says money shots. Stefan, there's a trick to Stefan's answers. He always says money shot. <laughs> he goes, he plays the odds, Greeno. <laughs> if anyone would know, it'd be Stefan. Exactly. All right. What is the big reveal, Greeno? The big reveal of the final uh, scene in Death Scene or Money Shot, and that was from a film called Who Reamed Rosie Rabbit? Ah, so it's a death scene. It's a money shot, sir. <laughs> ah. I don't know if we're ever going to be able to achieve the heights that we have achieved over the last few weeks, Greeno. Would you dare say that uh, that particular segment before we go to a break has climaxed? Oh, my God. (laughs) It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone's slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs. Call now, and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slurricane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry. If you need to cover your wall, it works. Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and I like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with good conversations and laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet we also have the hat cam where i showcase my myriad of great looking hats here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately i i hope your next hat is a bullet jesus christ what are you fucking asian dick crazy you <laughs> Why do you, you have to ruin my evening? Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my bud do their show, and you, get, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it? No, <laughs> dude. Asian oh, come Dick on, Tracy. I really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover <laughs> in in Argentina, but it's not working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, come on. You secretly me. love it. No, no. I openly hate it. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so, subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Welcome to The Starting Block. Follow on Twitter at The Starting Block. Drop the K at the end. Find the podcast on iTunes or on TAVshow.com. Yes, back on the block, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Uh, Damon, I've got a bit of story time that I had a little bit earlier. Okay. 
think let's just, let's, we'll play it out. Let's, let's play a story time or we'll get it out of the way and then we'll get to the sports portion. Okay. I like stories about pinatas. Now, people tell you when you become a parent, Damo, that, you know, your life changes forever. Things change, mm. the way you act change, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Now, you know, for certain things, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm not buying all in. I'm not buying all in that, you know, everything will change, blah, 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 Some blah. things don't change. You're still the same kind of guy who wants to unscrew the light bulbs and take Spot them with on. him when he moves. That'll never change. So, I had a moment this week where I've realised that, you know, uh, the variance between the same scenario happening happening as being a parent uh-huh. to the same scenario happening as not being a parent okay. would have elicited two completely different reactions. All right, let's hear it. Now, Damo, uh, throughout the course of this week, my, my son decided to, to come up with me and hand me what I thought was a, a bit of a biscuit. Uh, he found he found a cookie that he eaten earlier in the day. A bit of a biscuit. Him, so bit of like, a biscuit. So I was it like a, like a small, like half a biscuit, three quarters? How much are we talking here? Uh, we're, we're talking about an eighth of a biscuit. Would it be like an Arnott Scotch Finger? Or, or Not a Scotch Finger. It was kind of like a, a chocolate cookie. A chocolate cookie. Okay, just chocolate a basic, cookie, basic cookie. Basic cookie. Nothing I'm like, yeah, excellent. It. Hey, he's found a bit of a cookie. He's done the right thing. Uh, he's decided to hand me a portion of the cookie gun, yeah. Dad. Found this fucking cookie. Here you go, sir. Yeah, Pick take it up. Care, take care whack it, it in the bin. Yeah. Take care of it. Thanks for coming. <laughs> now I look at this cookie and I'm like, we don't fucking, we haven't had fucking chocolate biscuits in a while. What the fuck's going on here? Okay. Where has he found this thing? And then I looked at my hand and then I'm like, something's not right here. And I gave it a bit of a whiff. And I realized <laughs> my, my son had handed me a handful of his own shit. Nice, Gary. Now, my question to you, Damo, <laughs> if someone other than your child hands you a fistful of shit, mm. how, how would you have reacted in that situation? Uh, in that situation? I'm not sure. Mm. Like, what if I'm working at, like, a manure place or something? That happens all day. I'm talking human shit, Damo. Human we're, shit. Well, maybe, maybe we don't have a lot of cows in this town. Maybe. They, they're <laughs> going to make do with what you do. Human, so my reaction was, manure. like, better clean him up. Hey, buddy, you okay? Why are you grabbing your own shit? If another human had done that, yeah. we're talking fucking punches are being thrown. Right. Now, we're being so, disgusted here. So point uh, question without notice. If his shit looked like a chocolate chip cookie, you may not have chocolate chip cookies. Does that mean you have chocolate chips in the house? Uh, I don't oh, have chocolate chips, no. It was just a brown thing, which I assume was a bit of a, a chocolate biscuit. Right. Um, turned out to be shit. But the reaction is what astounded me because I'm like, yeah, okay, this is kind of weird. Let's fucking clean him up, blah, blah, blah. Maybe he's Anyone proud else of did it. That, Maybe he's given you a present. Maybe. Anyone else did that, completely different reaction. That's my story time. I like, I like stories about pinatas. Welcome to Parenthood. He's a fistful of shit. Um, <laughs> Damo, it's the, end of the, it's the end of the footy season. And last Is week, really? we, for a segment, segment we've forgotten about this year for yeah. some reason. I don't know why. It's got lost in the wayside with Death Signal Money Shot, the Personal Journal Rankings, uh, and Milo Rankings. Well, this show has um, just gone from strength to strength recently, Greg. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, fans in Vietnam got in touch with us and said, look, yeah. we were not fans of the Thursday night footy segment. Can yeah, you scrap n- it? Neither are the Australians. Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, all right, cool. But we're going to bring it back for the final week of the regular season. Excellent. This is the last week, last right. week of Thursday night footy. And the, the reason we point about this segment is because this week, uh, last week's Thursday night footy was the big Queensland derby demo. Brisbane Broncos versus North Queensland Cowboys. Mm-hmm. They say the reason Brisbane get all the Friday and Thursday night games is because yeah. no matter how bad they are, and they were, they were terrible this year, yes. but the wooden spoon. Wooden spooners. 
Doesn't matter. They're going to fucking rate through the tits, Damo. They rate their tits off because everybody loves the Broncos north of the border, Greeno. Gotta, gotta watch the Broncos. Gotta watch the Bronx. Gotta watch the ponies, Greeno, as they say. Now, let's see how they went in the final Thursday. Last time you're going to see them for about six months, Damo. Let's see how they went. Okay. Uh, We know the top four are always going to be news. Let's not Mm. worry about top four. Mm Mm-hmm. Number five was the Bachelor Ooh. finale final decision. Well, so, it's understandable. You're not going to beat the Bachelor. I mean, the Bachelor is a cultural sensation. People love the Bachelor, Greener. They do love it. Now, then you got ABC News. Then you got a, a second edition of the Bachelor. Right. Not the decision, just the regular pre. It's like the pre-wank of the Bachelor. So the pre-game, the, the pre-game show of the, the Bachelor. pre-game show of the Bachelor came in number five, right. uh, number seven. Okay. Then we got our friends at Gogglebox, the Crazy Malakas. Crazy Malakas. Uh, number nine is Current Affair. Number 10 is The Chase. Number talk about is- Talk about shows they rate their tits off, Greeno. That Gogglebox, that's a consistent performer. We've been covering the Gogglebox ratings for like, what, four years now? Well, that's how this segment started because yeah. we were astounded that people watching TV <laughs> actually outrated yeah. Thursday Night a, a TV show, we're so obsessed with television that yeah. a show which is watching people watching TV, you don't even get to see what's on the <laughs> fucking screen. Your, yeah. it's, it's, it's it's if you're sitting in a TV looking at these fucking land whales watching yeah. back at you and making comments about a show <sighs> that you can't see. And we were amazed. Wow. It's, we're amazed that people watch this, let mm. alone the fact that it rates in, in the top 10. But like I said, rates its tits off, Greeno, for four or five years consistently. A hundred percent right. That's number eight. Uh, then you had a current affair, the chase, seven thirty report, home and away, home a and very away. bad Australian soap opera is number wow. 12. I didn't even realize it was still existing. Still existing. Uh, and not only that, now it's, it's well and clearly on top of neighbors and has been for some time, hasn't it? 100% right. So that had 516,000 viewers. Keep that number in mind. 516. 516. A very terrible, terrible soap opera in Australia that I didn't know still existed. 516,000 at 12. Okay. Uh, you had the project at 13, hot seat at 14. Right. This one popped up a couple of years ago when we started this segment and mm. it's back with a vengeance. Mm. The world's most scenic railway journey. Yes, is number, number good, good to see it back, Greeno. It's the little, it it's the little television show that could, isn't it? A hundred percent. Well done, <laughs> well played, sir. Give yourself a nice, Gary. <laughs> uh, that's that's literally a, a whole program dedicated yeah. to just a train on a track <laughs> going on a journey. Yeah, who knows where this is going to end up? Doesn't or well, we know because it's on a fucking track. It's going in one direction. Um, then we've got a replay of the chase at sixteen. So once again, a the replay, chase is already, a replay the chase is already of the show number that... one. Chase is already earlier. A replay of the chase is at number sixteen. Then you got ten years, okay. and at number eighteen, outdone by Railway Journeys, a replay of the chase, and at two hundred and two thousand viewers more. A soap opera that I didn't realize still existed is Thursday Night Footy. Between, apparently, the highest rating team in the competition, yep. which is why they get all the free-to-air games, and their nearest rival in North Queensland. The big, dark, the big fucking derby, Greeno. Can't get came in at number, came in number 18. Nice, Gary. There you go. All right, let's get through some Statman's demo. All right. I'm a Statman. MLB stat man, uh, congratulations to the Oakland Athletics who broke Woo! their playoff Woo! losing drought today. Uh, they haven't won a playoff game in 
uh, I think it's 16 years. Mm. Oh, so playoff series in 16 years. Right. Uh, where they, they beat the – they beat today? Uh, the Chicago White Sox today. Fantastic. This Beautiful. With a, Australian uh, Liam Hendricks, who got the, got the save as well. So good to see an Aussie doing well over there in the US. Well done. Now, the others, other stat from this week is a fantastic stat, man. The Minnesota Twins, on the other hand, oh. set an all-time MLB record. They lost their 18th straight playoff game. Oh, that's brutal. So they've made the playoffs however many times yeah. over the last 15 years have not won one playoff game in a baseball series. The odds on that are like a million to one because <laughs> even you always win one game in a series at least. Yeah. They've been swept in every series they've played since 2004. Wow, that's incredible. Unbelievable stat, man. Wow. Um, Fucking and, say, say a prayer for the fa- the fans of the Twins. Jesus Christ. Well, the good thing is, Damo. That must be uh, brutal. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like they're due, sir. Lock them in. Lock them in for next year? Next year. Lock them in. win a pennant, Greeno. I lost a whole bunch of money on them this year. I'm doubling down. I'm yeah, locking them in for to, next well, year. That's the way to do it. Uh, the other thing, can you hit a you dick uh, for me, please? Yeah. You dick. This one goes out to Carlos Correa, who is uh, one of the players from the Houston Astros. And I think we talked about earlier this year where the Houston Astros were... Cheating. Um, dirty, dirty cheaters. Dirty, dirty motherfucking cheaters, Damo, yeah. where they were stealing signs. They were doing like... Uh, they were banging on drums, yep. giving signals to all their hitters. They came into this season knowing they were going to get thrown at. They were going to get booed by crowds. Then COVID happened. There was no fucking crowds. So they managed to get away without being heckled. Yeah. Um, they won their first uh, playoff series today, or uh, sorry, yesterday. Uh-huh. And Carlos Correa, one of the players for for the, the Houston Astros, came out after the game and said, "I know a lot of people are mad. I know a lot of people don't want to see us here, but what are they going to say now?" Well, Carlos, you're still a fucking cheater, dickhead. No one gives <laughs> no, a fuck whether you won or not. You're still a <laughs> cheating dumb cunt. Like, don't come out. Like, you know you cheated yeah. to come out and try and be on your high horse going, what are you going to say now? You're still a fucking cheater, man. Nothing, there, <laughs> now is not the time to trash talk. Every game you win, you should just thank the opposition and, like, every press conference say, uh, you know what pleases me most about this? It was a good, honest win. That's, that's yeah. all people want to hear from you right now. If he said it was a good, honest win, that would be quality troll work and I would have respected exactly. it. Instead, you just sort of come out and go, fucking, what do people say now? Stop being, stop being a fucking idiot. You're a cheat. And you don't deserve to win anything. I hope you fucking get swept in the next series with Fantastic. the Oakland Knights. Not only a cheat, but a showboating cheat as well. Exactly. Just doesn't understand what they've done and thinks they've done nothing wrong. Fucking terrible. Yep. Uh, Damo, I want to give... Uh, can we hit another stat man for me, please? Absolutely. I'm a stat man. You may not like LeBron James, but mm. you've got to fucking appreciate him as a basketball player. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> Because let's have a look at some LeBron James stats uh, throughout yeah, the course of this God, week. Yeah, do we have to? He, yeah, we do. Because yeah. uh, it's just fucking amazing how good he is. Yeah, I know. So NBA Finals appearances, Damo. Mm. LeBron this week with the Lakers made his 10th NBA Finals yeah, appearance. More than most teams have made. Well, we want to know how many teams that have made it? Uh, two, Only three teams three. in history have been to more finals. <laughs> So the Lakers, the Celtics, and the Warriors yep. are the only teams in the history of the game that have made more finals appearances than LeBron James. He has more than the history of the Philadelphia 76ers and the New York Knicks over their 100-year history. Wow. One player has made the NBA finals more than those franchises. And the only thing that gives me warm fuzzies is knowing that he hasn't won most of them. 
that's the only thing that, you know, makes me feel a bit better about the whole situation. Doesn't matter. Got to appreciate greatness. Let's have a look at his all-time playoff rankings, Damo. Okay. Most minutes played in the playoffs in history. Mm-hmm. LeBron James, number one. Right. Most number of points in playoff history. LeBron James. Most number of wins in playoff history. LeBron James. Most number of steals in playoff history. LeBron James. Three-point uh, field goals made. He's second all-time. Who's the Triple top? D- uh, I don't know. I didn't research that. Oh, okay. um, triple doubles in Yo, playoff history. Harry! LeBron James is second. Right, and we don't know who's first. Don't know who's first. Might assists, be Jordan. Assists in playoff history. LeBron James is third. He right. ranks first, 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 second, 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 third in minutes, points, wins, steals, three points, triple doubles, and assists. He's bad. a fucking unbelievable person. You can put the politics and fucking what you think of him as a person aside, as a fucking athlete. Unbelievable. No, no, I'd like the- I can tell I don't care about his fucking politics, to be honest with you. His opinion doesn't worry me in the slightest. I don't like him because he's fucking good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like him because he keeps beating my teams. That's why oh, I like Appreciate the greatness of LeBron James. Uh, I mean, if he and if he game. like if he signed for Houston next year, just like just say there was a chance he came to Houston, I'd be like, Did Oh, he's go? the greatest fucking player who's ever lived. <laughs> you, <go. laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'll be shameless. I would. 100%. Uh, we're going to wrap it up, Damo, with the announcement for basketball. I don't know. Uh, do you know Tasmania was bringing in an NBL team? Really? Wow. Yeah, about, bring, about time. Bringing them back. Um, the, the former Tasmanian Devils. You know, I just assumed it was a no-brainer, right? Mm. You just re-bring the name back. Yep. The franchise, back when it was Simon Dwight. Oh, no, he was uh, Cam- Cameron Cannons. Cameron was Simon Dwight, yeah. Who was, uh, who was the main player that used to play I, for the I, Tassie Devils? I would say the reason that we can't remember any of their players is probably the reason why they went defunct. No. Was, like, I'd say the two are linked causality, right? Causally linked. I, you know? I swear there was a gun player that used to play for the, uh, the Hobart Devils. They probably uh, took one of the aging Melbourne Tigers at the end of their career and shipped them off down there, you know? <laughs> I swear to God, it wasn't. That's, I know, I never Might have been a Bradkey you know? or a fucking uh, what was it? Was there, there was uh, that guy from Perth, Ricky Grace Greeno? Nah, um, definitely, definitely wasn't. Might man. have been the D Train as well. Uh, let's see if I can. Oh no, they had Steve Carfino, Paul Stanley. Okay. Yeah, I don't know any of these, but I know, I know, you know Carfino. Carfino. Yeah, yeah, but he's from the Kings. I swear, I'm trying. It's going to bug me if I can't find who this player was. Um, I'll look it up and we'll do it in two weeks' time. Right. I really should look it up. Anyway, they've announced the the new team name, and it may go down as one of the dumbest team names in history. Tasmania have named their new uh, team the Jack Jumpers. The what? The, the Tasmania Jack Jumpers. Are they the, the Tasmania name? Jack Jumpers or the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers? I think they're the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers. What the fuck is a Jack Jumper? It's an ant, Damo. Now, is there a dumber name in the history of Australian sports? Maybe the ants. Yes, <laughs> the, the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers may go down as the dumbest name in history. You know what? Because they've probably had to come up with like, let's try to find the least offensive animal that we can find. <laughs> like nobody's going to be upset by an ant, surely, surely. You know. How do you not get the name the Hobart Devils again? Like it was the name of the team back when they were founded in 1983. Yeah, it was the team for 13 years. Unbelievable! You just don't get the. It is. Instead, it is the state. Like it is known as like the mascot of Tasmania because it only lives in Tasmania. The Tasman. Mm-hmm. It's it's it literally called the Tasmanian fucking devil. There's no other re- no team outside of Tas like 
Aside from, uh, actually, I can't even think of Tasmania team mm. that shouldn't be called the Devils. Mm. Every team. I don't Every care what team. sport you're playing. The only Before cricket. The only other Tasmanian name I would accept would be like the Apple Pickers or something. The Tasmanian Apple Pickers, that might work because they've got them going the Tas- for them. The Tasmanian Bogues Drafts, whatever. The pa- Tasmanian Bogues Drafts. The Tasmanian want to fuck your cousin. <laughs> Just one word. <laughs> What? The Tasmanian hot cousins. The hot cousins. The hot cousins. Fixed it. <laughs> Fixed Fix it. it. You know nothing about basketball. I know nothing about branding. Between us, yep. the Tasmanian hot cousins is not what you name. The Tasmanian basketball team. We can't beat that. The hot That's going to be the end of the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's get some plugs out of the way. Follow Greeno at the starting block. One word, drop the K at the end. Follow me at Boogie Bumper. I'll be back tonight at 8 p.m. with the Friday night edition of the Daily Boogie podcast, Greeno. Looking forward to it. And then you're you're off for a week. I'm, I'm off, off for, a, for week. a week. Yep. Uh, doing Joy of Pessy. Follow dlive.tv slash Joy of Pessy. Saturday night, I'll be on the Joy of Pessy program uh, at 10 p.m. to riff. And there may be somebody else joining us. We'll just have to wait and see on that one. But there could be somebody else. Uh, also on the panel. Uh, don't forget Winning TV, Greeno, Major Tom, JJ Stoner, uh, all the boys, UK Neil, BE in the chat, follow Brad Everly, of course, uh, Y Sensor Kimmy, Mr. America to be a truth, and anyone else I might have forgotten, Greeno. That's it. Well, uh, we'll see you guys in one fortnight. One fortnight. Two weeks. That's two weeks from now. One fortnight equals two weeks, sir. Two weeks. All right. Catch you later, <laughs> see you hot cousins. Then. See ya. <laughs> We'll always be bosom buddies, friends, sisters, and pals. We'll always be bosom buddies. If life should reject you, there's me to protect you. If I say that your tongue is vicious, if I call you uncouth, it's simply that who else but I? We'll sit down and tell you the truth. Hey, Patriots, this is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near-to-wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite Patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise censored, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> You're listening to The Starting Block on TAVshow.com.